is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Shannon. Go, Shannon. Welcome to the Funtown RV Tailgate up, and Coach Tito's <laughs> Championship Plaza What's at up? Ford Center. <laughs> we up, are B? live out here at the Star. Fellas, we are in person together hey, in the same place on the air. That's looking good. What's up? What's up? What's you up? have your headphones on? Yeah, I got the headphones. I can't hear nothing. You can't Batman hear anything? Batman blocked out. Oh, man. Nate. Nate's so chair is struggling, man. so we he hope he makes it through the whole show. Yeah, I'm, I, hey, I'm getting my ten dollars. I'm not having this cold. And I also finally got the poster hung up. Yes. you didn't get it hung up. You're that right. Is, that's Thank factual. You, Brett Jeffries, which put this together for us with Funtown RV. It's going to be a fun two days out that here. Pull something at loose. The star in that's Chris Beam. Chris is out here on the set trying to get Nate straight. So <laughs> starting off, it's a hell of a show, fellas. Starting off <laughs> with a right. bang. So, man. It's good seeing y'all. It's good seeing you guys, man. How are y'all? Jesse, you look almost yeah, as good as I remember. Yeah, you know, well, I try to do off. what I try to do when I can do it. Jesse your pants are shorter. shorter. Your hair's longer. No, first of all, my pants are not shorter. <laughs> I, here's what I won't allow, allow to happen. <laughs> I will never allow people who don't, like, your closet consists of jeans, boots, and flannels. No, not necessarily. <laughs> Unless no, you put on no. a suit, which, by the way, I. Yeah. I, the pocket square. Okay, we're not yep. gonna go, and I'm not gonna allow Nate to ever. Yeah, <laughs> sweatpants over there. He was a sweatpants king. Yep. Talk about my dress, Kurt. What well, up, I Kurt? Can't good, y'all man. So talk about me bad. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I'm I'm with the Ben Danucci in the gang. My so socks will match it. my shirt always. Is that how you do? Is that how, how you, you do roll? it, baby? Mm, okay, that's how you do it, mm. Kurt. I see you got the gray and black on as hey, usual. You know, doom and gloom. Oh no, 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 no! I got my Cowboys silver on. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, everybody's looking good. We're gonna try to get Nate's uh, try to get Nate's headset working. And while we do that, because our boss, the great leader that we have, Derek Eagleton, sent out an email and said, "Hey guys, you all should have these nice headphones that Bose have given us." Yes, thank you, Bose. Thank you, Bose. Thank you, Bose. Oh, hey guys, bring your headphones to the to the gig on Thursday and Friday. Did you bring your headphones? I did. Kurt, did you bring your headphones? Yes, sir. Jesse, Jesse did you, you bring yours? I sure did. Nate, <laughs> Nate, did you bring your headphones? Oh, my name is, my name is Ben DiNucci. And I'm just glad to be here for James Madison. I ain't seen it. Chase Young is the biggest dude I ever seen in my life. <laughs> See if they're working now. You got us? Can you hear us? Oh. Man, clear. All right, all right. Wow. Now we can be Nate Newton. I'm Ben What's up, coach? Now we What's can, up, baby? Now we can start the show. Nate's hollering at everybody What's walking up, across baby? the plaza. You're looking all the, good. All the scouts are walking across <laughs> yes, the plaza, and Nate's screaming at everyone. Yeah. You do realize yeah. we're doing a show, right? And I'm with this RV. We're live. I wish I was inside this RV. Yeah. <laughs> Nate, as a big guy. As a fat man extraordinaire. They cut a big guy. Mm. Ooh. Yesterday, that mm. apparently it came out yesterday that he was 30 pounds overweight. What mm. is it? Nine, seven weeks into the season. Let, let me add that up. Yet. Break that down for us. How does That's that happen? Seven pieces a night, two cases of beer, <laughs> 21 piece chicken. <laughs> over, like, over, like, all, over a whole off season. Like Thank Jesse you. tweeted, what, what, did, what was he doing the previous six months? Right. 
if 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 because the report comes out, uh, the report came out and said that he would he never felt right after the injury that he had last year, and that he would use the next month or so to put to to <laughs> use the next month or so to get himself in game shape. The hell was he doing the last six months? <laughs> and why was this accepted? Because when I played, and I know for Don's show when they played, we had this thing and we did it on uh, Thursday mornings. There was a guy who was standing at the weight machine every wow. Thursday morning. For real. And at, when I played, wow. you got fined for being, you got fined. It was like $279 per pound per day. When I played. So who, because, mm-hmm. again, a lot of times when it comes to players, and, and now you want to start blaming, you know, blaming coaches, here's why I would blame a coach. Players, and this is, I, I would say this, this is equal, if there, if there are women listening to this, I'm going to give you a little nugget inside, inside the man's world. Players and men, we only do and continue to do what you allow us to get away with. That, that's a great point. <laughs> that's a great point. If you allow us to get away with it as players and as men, we will continue to do it mm-hmm. until it is checked. <clears throat> so, ladies, if you're listening, Uncle Jess has given you a, a bit of a nugget into the, into the man's Thank world. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you, Fellas, Jesse. if you're listening, I'm giving you a nugget into the locker room's world. If you allow it, they will continue to do it. So who allowed this man to be 30 pounds overweight for the last six months? Well, he was getting fined, wasn't he, at least, maybe? Yeah, he was getting fined money-wise. I don't know about body-wise. but It wasn't, was it wasn't doing nothing. Yeah, it wasn't helping. Honestly. It wasn't helping. Yeah. Let, me, let me say this right here, man. Please do, because I, I want the it. inside of a big man. <laughs> say this right here. Uh, <clears throat> and don't just give us a wow. When, when, you, when you sit up. As a player, you know, and I and I'm and I'm guilty. Off the off season, man, I would get your tremendous weight gain, but I would also six weeks out or eight weeks out before the season start, I have my, I have my own personal guy I would go to, and his name is Mike Spots. He lives in Florida. <clears throat> he bought a ten thousand square foot home off my money. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna tell you something. You have to care, man. You have to care because. Your last few years is what people are going to remember. They can remember it fondly as you going out, giving what you had, like, okay, age got you. But you don't want to say, weight got me. Age may get Tom Brady. Age may get Gronk. Age may get Jason Witten. But it won't be like, yeah, man, he was just sorry from the start, got fat, got sloppy. Got... Yeah. That, that, that's bad, man. Yeah. That's a bad perception to leave. And – I just don't understand how the coaches let this go on. Now, I, I won't attack coaches too much. I won't say nothing about those guys. Don't worry, new. I will. But <laughs> how, did, how did you let a guy be overweight and you have Gallimore as a rookie, you have Antoine Woods, who's a, a second or third year guy, and you let them see this, mm-hmm. and it's acceptable. I, I, I am so glad that you finally made the right move so these young guys will know that this is not the way the Dallas Cowboys are going to conduct business. You know, and, I, and believe me, uh, Jimmy Johnson was looking for me one time. We, was at, we had an uh, a off-season drills we, he wanted us to do, and he said, on this day I need everybody there. 
And two weeks into it, he came out. He's like, Where, where's Nate? Where's Nate? Because normally, you know, y'all know I'm always joking and having fun and mm -hmm. laugh. He's like, where's Nate? I don't hear him. Where? Coach Nate's in Florida. Like, what? What he's doing in Florida? He's working out. He's losing weight. And Jimmy was mad. You know, he called Mike Spouse. What the hell going on? Well, he's just lost about 75 pounds in one week, coach. Well, keep him there until you, <laughs> keep him there until you get him in shape. <laughs> you know, if, if, as long as you are trying to do the best you can do as a player, and it's too many ways that you can lose weight uh, it, it, fast. It's too, it, it ain't the right way. It's not the proper way. But it's, if this guy wanted to get weight off him, it was ways for him to get weight off him. He didn't care. Yeah, I think, and I think we've we've talked about culture, and and it, you're starting to see, you know, them getting rid of guys. You know, Worley's gone, Griffin's gone, Poe's now gone. There's rumors that there might be other guys that are going to be gone before the trade deadline. Is it is it too late, or is this the right time to start it and say, okay, we're not going to tolerate this going forward. This is the standard. Is it is this changing the culture? Yes, I mean. Like Jesse said yesterday, and he put it in a nice and, and very, very smart way, you know, uh, it caught up with the Cowboys. The eight and eights finally caught up with the Cowboys to the point where uh, they miscalculated on a few guys, and it, and it almost sunk them to the point where uh, the young guys don't know where to go. I mean, you can say one thing. You can, say, you can teach on the film. You can show guys the right thing, and then they look at a veteran who can't even do the smallest and little detailed things, them, them young players ain't listening to that like, wow, wow man, you, you telling me to fill a gap, and this dude just got blew back 12 yards off the ball, <laughs> and you haven't said a word to him. So, so yeah, it ain't never too late. It ain't, it ain't never too late. Now, the season has almost been lost, but to, to start today, what you want next year and the following year is never too late. Kurt? Yeah, I think it's definitely not too late, especially because the season might be lost. I mean, you gotta you gotta build something. Stop right there, Kurt. Because if we win Sunday night, that's we true. are first oh, place right, in the division. Right we back are in the driver's oh, seat, right. and we got don't the, the don't, easiest don't schedule left, according do to experts do that, of the entire NFL. So, Kurt, you butt naked out here if you try that again. <laughs> I'm gonna make sure you get the flu. Come on, man. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Jesse, any feedback on that? culture no too late it, no it, it's never too late for change it's never too late for change now the season is done you can go with the almost or the might the season is done okay so this is the time now to start changing the culture and, and to Nate's point and to Kurt's point you're absolutely right for the younger guys th this is what they see they seen a guy come into meetings they seen a guy watch film they watch the film they seen a guy on Sunday who got absolutely destroyed week in and week out and th this is sometimes we, we we talk about losing locker rooms and we talk about losing players this is a culture that has been developed over time and so you wonder why people don't go out and say well why doesn't anyone say anything because they're all in this pot together they've all been taught these ways together and you guys hate when I bring this up, but when you look at how New England runs their organization, that would have never been accepted. What, what we're, we're two months into the season, almost three months into the season, mm -hmm. 30 pounds overweight? Mm -hmm. Bill would have got Bill would have said, listen, son, first of all, here's your can't wait that you will report at. 
Then when you don't report to that weight, I'm going to fine you to the max. Then after about a week or so when I didn't see, Bill didn't see any progress, you'd have been gone. You would have been gone because the culture of my locker room and the standards of my team is far greater than any other player that we can bring in here. Because if I let you do that, then I'm telling 52-plus other guys it is okay. And there has ne- and, and the biggest issue is, and I can put some blame on Mike McCarthy, but the way the culture has been before he got here, there was never anyone was never no one was ever challenged. No player was challenged. Their position wasn't challenged. Their playing time wasn't challenged. None of that stuff was challenged. I guarantee you, Zeke fumbling two weeks ago, he might have not played the second half. I watched Jonas Gray run for the, for the Patriots and have almost 200-plus yards rushing, three touchdowns, and he came late to a meeting on Monday. He didn't even dress on Sunday. Mm. He was a player of the week before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember that. Didn't even dress the next game. Mm. In, a, in, a, seen, pl- in, in a playoff game, Wes Welker mm. came out of his mouth and spoke about something other than himself or betting his team with his Rex Ryan feet comment, white feet comment. Wes Welker didn't play the first half of a playoff game. Your best receiver, but that is the standard, and you never have to worry about the standard being broken if you hold everyone accountable at all times. So it's never too late to do to, to change, but it, there's a there's a major 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 shift that has to happen uh, on this team starting right now. Can the can the players be part of the culture change, or does it have to come from the coaches in the front office? Players and men only do what you allow them to do. Did you not listen to the first thing out but of I, mouth know, on the show? Here's the thing. I was trying to get at to women curtsying a woman. I think that's listen. been a problem going back years is have we had good leadership from the players? But here's the thing. As, as much as there is alpha, we are trained. I, I can't – we are trained as football players – even we we are self motivated and we are we are alpha males, but we look for that direction from a leader, from a coach, from someone else to say, "Let's go, Nate. Let's go, Jess. Let's get ready." We are we are programmed that way since we were in little league. We've been programmed that way. Yes, we're alpha males, all that kind of stuff. But we've been pro- we've been trained and programmed to have someone in front of us to give us direction. Like what Tom Brady was was he a guy that was. Was he going to lead like that, or did he it all go back to Belichick? He told a, he told an owner, or Aikman, this is the Aikman best Aikman draft back. choice you ever made. And he, from that day when he made that statement to Mr. Kraft, he started working relentless, relentless. And he told one time the head coach, Belichick said this himself, he called himself going to check Tom Brady one-on-one in the office with him. And he went, Tom Brady left out. He said, I guess I better get back in my offensive playbook. But you, yeah. you know, back in the, you had you know Michael and Aikman. I mean, those guys were real leaders, weren't they? Right. Man, but- Troy didn't play. Troy did not. Troy did not say a lot of words, but when he spoke, I looked looked at you in a certain way. You knew, and I thought I was the only one who got that look. But I was talking to Moose a year ago, and he said, "Man, Troy looked at me one time after a play, and I just knew I had screwed up." And and he said, from that point on, man, I made sure I just did a little bit of extra every week. I'm like, he gave you that look too? Yeah, it, yeah. That look went to everybody except Michael Irvin. Let's take our first break. When we come back. Except Michael Irvin. When we come back. <laughs> Michael Irvin was willing to do anything, man. We'll talk about Eagles, Cowboys, and them coming out in first place. Nice hat. Nice hat, Shannon. I'm liking your hat. Monday. I'm taking that hat. 
hey. I'm, I'm taking that hat when we get off the show. You can come try. Bro, I, I got you. I can run You can play on the Game of Thrones all you want, but I got you. Okay, we'll see. We'll see if Nate can catch when we come back on the next segment of Hanging with the Boys. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again for tailgating with the Otterbox boys. Otterbox, the company that builds wildly overproductive phone cases? The one and only. But cases are just the start. Otterbox is the official outfitter of tailgating. If they can keep my phone safe, what can they do for my parking lot party? How about protecting your beverages from suboptimal drinking temperatures with their Elevation Tumblers? And Otterbox Elevation Tumblers come in three sizes. A 10-ouncer, a 20-ouncer, and even a 64-ounce growler. Check out all the colors and sizes of their Elevation Tumblers at otterbox.com. It's football season, and when you're tailgating with your friends and your family, you want the best meat on your grill. Pettigene Meats makes the best hot dogs, the Pettigene Griller, or the all-beef franks will score. To complete that tailgate meal, Pettigene Meats has hickory smoked sausage, hot links, Polish sausage, and the best hickory smoked bacon and ham around. Available at your local retailer. And a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys. It's Pettigene Meats. Taste the difference. We can't wait to see the Cowboys back on the field, and we can't wait to pack AT&T Stadium to watch them play. When that time comes, SeatGeek is the place to get all of your tickets. Plus, tickets to the hundreds of games, concerts, rodeos, and other live events we'll all be able to enjoy again soon. Every SeatGeek purchase is protected by a buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. SeatGeek. Let's go. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yo Quiero, Yo Quiero Guacamole. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly, just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, Book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Kurt, you can't bring your dogs. Oh, wheel the air. Oh, wheel the air. Sorry. Oh, hey! Hey! hey. It's Tommy John, the softest, most supportive underwear out there. Stay put waistband, adapt for the perfect fit, while 360-degree stretch prevents ride-up and supports any move you make. And now they even have loungewear. Kurt, yeah, Yeah. you could be sitting out here in your loungewear. Ready. Yes, shop underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 15% off your first order. TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. Thank you to Funtown RV for, yes. for setting this Shannon, up. I got a question for you. What, are you gonna let me, can I get through our sponsors? Golly, this is about your sponsor, yes. man. Okay, okay. Does Tommy John have long johns? Because we need him today, bro. They have loungewear, which I think could be loungewear. They have long johns, too, man. We'll ask okay. Brett we need, when he gets yeah, back Yeah, we need to get here. some of those. We'll ask Brett because that's his <laughs> client. So thank you to Funtown RV for sponsoring this. We're out here on the Tostitos Championship Plaza at Ford Center. We got Wingstop coming at some point. We got Papa mm. John's. We got... 
Dunkin' Donuts. Hey. We got the coffee on, in the right. You got no coffee, Nate? I'm surprised you don't man, have no coffee. You know, I'm just sitting here chilling, man, enjoying out. I'm looking at this Cowboys team, and uh, it's just it got me amazed at all the highlights. And I'm like, how do we have a losing record with all those great highlights? They're playing the highlights out here on the oh. plaza. It's it's a beautiful day. <laughs> you know what's yeah. funny? People that are tuning in from up, up north and in the northeast probably think it's about – Six degrees here, the way we're bundled yeah. up. It's actually, yeah. it's close to 50. It's, it's a about, nice day. I don't it's know. about 47. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. So, but we're bundled Go, up. Zeke. Go, one thing I, Go. One thing that, that changed my life. What's been that? a few moments in my life that have been life-changing. Yes, when sir. When we played in Chicago. Mm. Oh. And it was seven mm. degrees at kickoff, <laughs> and it wound up being like four degrees mm. below zero by the end of the game. I told myself I would never do two things ever again. What's that? I would never bitch about it being cold right it, no matter how cold i was because right. i could not get any colder than i was in that game <laughs> right. and i would never underdress and allow myself to be cold because of the weather so i will take yeah. clothes off but i will not be under i will not be cold whenever i'm outside yep. that game that was the most miserable i have been in my life like it was it was, was uh, awful. Christy Scales, sideline reporter. She had those heat patches on. I think she said she had so many on, she like about caught fire. I mean, yeah. she would. <laughs> she had a heated. Miserable. She had a heated Harley Davidson jacket on. That's right. That had, that's a, right. That had a warmer in it, and she was still freezing. Like it was. So yeah. So that's why I am bundled up. And Nate, I'm glad that you got saved from embarrassment because. Brett brought you a hat from the pro shop over there. Because who is Brett? I would have liked to have seen you try to Brett take who? this hat off my head. What is his name? Brett Jeffries. Who was that? The guy that gave you that hat. Oh, okay. So the man who set all this up. Thank is you, he Pro a fun Shop. town guy? He, he's he's our he's our he works in our in our sponsorship department and thanks, town Brett. Is one of his clients. Yes. Thank you. All Brett, right. There's Dak. <laughs> We're here. I wish you could see the opposite view because there is nobody on this plaza except a security guard all the way at the other end. <laughs> he's trying to stand up. <laughs> and you he's trying to think, stand up like he tough. <laughs> you would think Nate had an audience of 800 people out here. So. <laughs> All right, what do y'all want to talk about? You want to talk Eagles, Cowboys, or y'all just want to say y'all this, just want to have fun? Let, the rest let me of the say this right here on a serious note. Uh oh. Let me say this on a serious Uh-oh. note. You know, we did a, we did a little show today, you know, called Special Edition, and we talked about Ben DiNucci and how we think Kellen Moore has to, you know, go back into his days when he was at at, at his school, Boise. And, and get some of them RPOs out. Uh, don't put too much on this kid. Let him probably start out trying to read a quarter of the field, try to get some easy routes, try to get some quick hitting plays to Zeke up the middle and stuff like that so we can so we can not lose this kid altogether. We, we talked about letting the dogs out, and that's what this Philadelphia team is going to try to do with Brandon Graham and, and uh, Fletcher Cox and, and Derek Barnett. And, Malik Jackson. Yeah, and so – my thing to you, Jesse, is what type of plays would you try to bring to this kid to help him out? If, I, if I'm the OC, if I'm the head coach who's the offensive-minded coach, I'm doing one of two things. I'm going to go back and say, son, let's pull up some of your college film. Mm-mm. Tell me some of your college plays or your college throws. Because if he's a starting quarterback and has some skins in the wall at his, at his college, um, what was his college at again? James Madison. James Madison. Yes. Tell me your five best throws that you enjoyed in that offense. And then I'm trying to find those five plays that he asked me about. Where do I have those same ones in my playbook? Something similar to something that we can design. Because all you want for this kid is familiarity. 
You want him to be able to come to the line of scrimmage. You want, you want him to be able to come into the huddle. That's very important, ladies and gentlemen. You want him to be able to come into the huddle with the level of confidence that the guys that he's playing with believes in him. If you start giving him all these long plays that he's never worked on and can't pronounce properly or can't read through, then guys in the huddle are going to be saying, what the hell have we got going on here? <laughs> but if he comes in there with the level of confidence and he's able to and, – and, and it sounds crazy, but his delivery of the plays – to be clean, to be crisp, to be authoritative in his delivery of the plays matter. In the so, actual huddle. In the actual huddle. And then once I get to the line of scrimmage, I want to have a familiarity of I can I know where the ball is supposed to be going, I know the reads, and I try to put him in the most comfortable position possible so that he is comfortable, so that now he gets some throws off because what happens is you don't want this thing to spiral out of control. He doesn't have enough starts or experience in the National Football League to really gather himself if things start getting out of hand early. So give him easy throws and remind him, son, punting is okay. <laughs> Don't try to force it. Don't try to do more than you're supposed to be doing. Let's go out here and execute those plays. Checkdowns are okay. And if it comes down to it, don't force it in there. Throw it away, and we will punt, and we'll figure it out. Yeah, because kicks – Every series ends with some type of kick, a punt, a field goal, an extra point. As long as it's ending like that, you got an opportunity. But if it's ending with turnovers, uh, just uh, bad plays, you can't have that. And, and we talk about digs on the other side. You know, uh, he's getting better. You see plays where he's getting better. But you don't want this to – Ben DiNucci can't go through what digs go through. For a cornerback, that's different. You asking a quarterback, somebody, hey, man, just forget that bad play. <laughs> and he fixing his face mask and he fixing his <laughs> shoulder pad. I mean, now, it's different to getting beat deep and getting drove into the ground, man. It's, it's a big difference. How yeah. many plays How many plays would, a, would you go in a typical game plan with your starting quarterback, with Dak or Andy Dalton? How many plays would you go in with? Everything. And then, and then how many plays should they back it down for Danucci? You would go in with uh, – Jesse, what, what would you see? Our protections overlapped with each, overlapped in certain plays, right. passing plays. Our run blocking overlapped in run plays, but the receivers could have a combination of things versus coverage. So, Jesse, what would y'all be looking at? Uh, for me, he, he would there there wouldn't be more than fifteen to twenty passing plays, somewhere between eight to ten runs. We're gonna keep this thing very vanilla. And what would it normally be like if if Dak were in there? A hundred thousand. Everything's on the table. Yes. Audible's on the table. Two minutes on the table. You know, hey, Dak, do your things on the table. Like everything. You you go from a, you know, you see some some office coordinator like Andy Reid who has like the Cheesecake Factory menu type yeah. playbooks. You know, with just yeah. all these plays. That's what I'm asking. What's a typical playbook? How many plays? Like, I don't know how many plays are I'm, in a I mean, playbook. Is it hundreds? So, it's hundreds. There's okay. hundreds. What it is, you can have like – Andrew Reed, uh, Sean McVay, it's a few guys, uh, Gruden, they just got a million plays. Right. Well, some guys like Norv Turner, he'll have, like Jesse said, they have 10 running plays, and they'll have 25 passing plays, but it'll be 100 variations yes. for all of those plays. Yep, that's a, what New England does. Yeah, 100 movements that they would give you off of these plays. And, and I think Sean McVay the best at lining up in the same set of people, but giving you different variations. And, yeah. and that is what our defense is struggling with right now. 
you can take one man and move him across the, uh, the formation, and it throws our defense out of kilter. It brings up um, McCarthy said yesterday, he talked about defense's eyes, and he targeted guys who didn't watch the, I guess, wasn't watching the play or was watching yeah. the wrong thing. I'm not real sure. But, I mean, how does that, if, if they're focusing on defensive eyes and, and our guys doing it right, why are they getting so lost in motions and things like because that? Because they're not doing it right. I saw for the first time uh, with uh, Leighton in there, a lot of, a lot of teams, when, they, when, when you go in motion, there are, they will adjust either with their linebackers. If they have three linebackers or four, they adjust with their linebackers. So you cannot gain leverage on them. Leverage mean like if, you got a, if I'm the defensive end and you motion across and put a man right there and I have no outside help, now you've leveraged me through motion. Well, a lot of guys are get up and move out that extra man so you can't out-leverage them. Well, a lot of guys will bring a safety up so you can't out-leverage them. Or they'll move their linebackers over so you can't out-leverage them. But our guys will just stand there, and they'll <laughs> run a guy across the motion, and you're out-leveraged. So I'm automatically getting to the corner, and I got a three-yard gain even if you fight across that. So, you know, it's, it's about making adjustments and not being out-leveraged. You see guys standing up in the – Defensive backfield, looking in the backfield, and they, most DBs are taught from birth. Always take a step back first. I've never seen guys that just stand there and look at, at a guy running up on them. You're automatically letting this guy out leverage you just by movement alone. That shouldn't happen to a defense. You know what shouldn't happen? We shouldn't have to take another break because I'm having too much fun, but we have to. We got to pay some bills. Jesse, you just can't hide money, can you? Nope. You just look good, man. Jesse, you man. Forgot how good you look. I, I haven't seen you full, like, full bodied in so long. All <laughs> I've been seeing is in big guns and just, you I know. I to cover them up today. I know. I'm surprised. I figured <laughs> you'd be out here in the tank top I in started this 40 to. degree weather. I started to, you know. Jesse, we just found a bunch of gold and you seem like you mad. Oh, no, I'm, I'm listening. <laughs> no, that's posse, man. That's a movie of posse. <laughs> just... All right, we're going to take our last break. When we come back. I'm taking a hat. Nate's taking a hat. <laughs> we're taking a break. Find out what happens next. Hang out with the boys. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. OtterBox, the company that builds wildly overproductive phone cases? The one and only. But cases are just the start. OtterBox is the official outfitter of tailgating. If they can keep my phone safe, what can they do for my parking lot party? How about protecting your beverages from suboptimal drinking temperatures with their elevation tumblers? And OtterBox elevation tumblers come in three sizes. A 10-ouncer, a 20-ouncer, and even a 64-ounce growler. Check out all the colors and sizes of their elevation tumblers at otterbox.com. It's football season, and when you're tailgating with your friends and your family, you want the best meat on your grill. Pettigene Meats makes the best hot dogs, the Pettigene Griller, or the all-beef franks will score. To complete that tailgate meal, Pettigene Meats has hickory smoked sausage, hot links, Polish sausage, and the best hickory smoked bacon and ham around. Available at your local retailer. And a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys. It's Pettigene Meats. Taste the difference. We can't wait to see the Cowboys back on the field, and we can't wait to pack AT&T Stadium to watch them play. When that time comes, SeatGeek is the place to get all of your tickets. 
Plus, tickets to the hundreds of games, concerts, rodeos, and other live events will all be able to enjoy again soon. Every SeatGeek purchase is protected by a buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. SeatGeek. Let's go. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Is your family a Cowboys family? Have you taken holiday photos at the Star? Was your wedding theme blue and silver? Have you convinced your kids them is spelled with a D? If so, every game day feels like a vacation to you, so treat it like one. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Hey, Cowboys fans, what better way to spend Thanksgiving than in a private suite at AT AT&T Stadium with your family and friends to watch the best game of the year and Kane Brown performing at halftime? Head to DallasCowboys.com forward slash hotel for a chance. Hotels, my bad. Put an S on it. For a chance to win the private suite, a free night's hotel stay, and transportation to and from the game on a private Cowboys bus, all courtesy of Hotels.com. And thank you so much to Funtown RV Tailgate. That's what we're doing right now. We're having our Funtown RV Tailgate in the Tostitos Championship Plaza at Ford Center out here at the Star in Frisco. Shout out to, to Funtown. Funtown RV, yeah. Wingstop, Dunkin' Donuts, Papa John's, Brett Jeffries, Joe Simler on site here with us to make sure everything runs right. What's all in that RV? I haven't been in there yet. There's a lot of people in yeah. that. I'm just kidding. They're they're socially. We're gonna take one of these RVs RV. on the road, man. Yeah, we need to one set town it up. RV. We need to go out Send to training hanging camp with the boys year. on the road. We're gonna do a road trip from Dallas, Texas, to California, and we're gonna stop in some cities and do a show. I, I'm down. Yeah, yeah. I'm totally I'm down with that. that. Soon as we soon as we get out of this pandemic, Nate, I am you can totally only use down. the bathroom. At the truck stop. <laughs> <laughs> Won't be no number twos in the RV, Nate. No, there will be a no number two you know, clause. I'm going to tell you something, man. Uh, that Dion has that rule regardless of who you are. <laughs> in his house? You, let, you know, even females. Hey, hey baby, ah! If you're going to the truck stop, 30 miles away, it don't matter who you are. We don't need that exposure. <laughs> Look at right. that little baby. Look at that little baby. We have a, a small Cowboys fan out on the plaza. That nice. Screaming at All right. Do we have any hope this week with this Cowboys defense against this Philly offense? Carson I Wentz. Always hope. Carson Wentz will give it up. He'll give we'll it up. Give it he'll, up. He'll, ten he'll throw ten it interceptions you. and two fumbles. So how do we feel? How, what do we? What do we? What do we feel good about this you week? You got to stop the run first, right? Do you feel good about that? <laughs> No, not necessarily. <laughs> I know he just said with no enthusiasm. He said, well, we got to stop the run like he heard somewhere let before. Me, let me rephrase that, Kurt. Have you stopped the run yet this year? No, no, you haven't. Have you prevented Did yourself from being blown five yards no, off the ball? Okay. No, you, you do have that. Yes, we have. Yes, we have. That was stopped this week. We got the guy stopped. who was playing. 
That's the hope. The guy who was getting majority of those snaps, who were getting to blow yeah. up the ball five yards, he's gone. He's gone. So yeah. by process of elimination, Hamilton, you've gotten better. Yeah, that's true. Antoine Woods. So maybe it's not Crawford, five yards. Maybe it's two. I mean, excuse me, maybe it's two. Yeah, and now maybe you're not in the lap of the running back. I mean, the linebacker. Maybe he's able to get around that or, because or hop two. over you when you're on the ground. Right. <laughs> okay. So there is hope, and, and and here's the other hope that you can also put this into, is that now that these guys who are, the younger guys, they're not splitting the reps, they're not looking over their shoulder, because there are times when you get into a game and you're a young guy, you're gonna mess up. And if, if, if we're just doing numbers, percentages, if I get five reps and I mess up one rep, but I only get five, it looks bad because yeah. I didn't have many reps. But someone who now went from maybe playing 20 snaps, 25 snaps, that'll get 50, I have more opportunity to do better. I have more opportunities to see it. It's like, like a pitcher, right? Shout out to the Dodgers for winning. But they took – Blake Snell out because they said he was coming up on the third round of batters. Yes, he was. And usually you kind of get a analytics. Rhythm, the analytics. Mm-hmm. Yep. Same thing with football. Well, if I'm playing more than 5, 10, 15, 20 snaps, I get a chance to see that down and distance again. I get a chance to see these certain moves. I get the chance to see this running back and, and what he likes to do. And now I can adjust my game throughout the game to get better as we're playing. So that, there's some hope that maybe these younger guys will get in there. They're going to bring energy. Younger guys going to bring energy. And that's, you want that, cause like you said the other day, Nate, yeah, you were going left and you should have been went right, but you were going 100 miles an hour. That's right. Now we can get you to go the right direction, we might have something here. And you just hope over the course of the game they keep that same intensity, that same energy, that same effort, and they're going in the right direction. So there's hope there. Okay. Nate, you got any hope? You know. You know what, man? Jesse just inspired me, man. Come to on. Just, uh, to, <laughs> Come on. To, to allow him to just continue to talk. Go ahead on, Jesse. So be it. Uh, <laughs> I'm never going to turn down an opportunity to talk. You guys know this. There will never be an opportunity. I'm like, you know what? I'm good. Unless it's about offensive lineman play, I'm going to yeah. take this opportunity to talk. I'm going to tell you <laughs> something. I'm going to tell you something about, about hope. All it takes is one or two good plays, you know, one or two nice plays, and, and whether it's a sack, whether it's an interception, it can rally your team. You know, uh, and, and, and I'm being honest. I, I, I ain't really looking at the wins and losses from this point. I'm looking at the attitude and the willingness to be in the right place and do the right thing and do it 100 miles an hour. That, that's, that's what I'm looking at. And, you know, that's up for coaches and all of them. You know, that, you know they, they like, they life is on the line for, for the wins and losses. The quarterback and the head coach. That's that's where they getting judged at. Me, uh, you know, as just observer of players, I, I want to see some enthusiasm. And you know, like I said, for the last three or four days, I've been just hollering Ben DiNucci, Ben DiNucci. And what I mean by that is not so much that he's playing quarterback because Dak is our quarterback, but it is an era of new young guys that are g- getting the opportunity to really play. And to really and to really make a difference on this team, and that's why I keep saying the Ben DiNucci era is here. And, and 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 if they cut a veteran guy that's over 30 years old, one a day would not bother me. When you guys turned it around back in the 90s, did it was was the turning point during a season, or was it in an off season? It was an off season because Coach Johnson came in the off season, mm-hmm. you know, and, and Mr. We Jones. We don't think that yeah. trade a 
trade of uh, Herschel Walker in the middle of the season? It, it was it? in the middle of the season. Uh, but what I'm saying, it, I, the attitude started to change. But he uh, he threw this around to the coaches as we found out. Coach Johnson, they was out jogging. He said, man, you know, it was him, uh, Coach Wise, uh, Coach X, Hubbard X, uh, Hubbard Alexander, excuse me, uh, Butch Davis, uh, and the defensive coordinator once that they out jogging. And I hope I got all the coaches right. And he said, what if I was to get rid of Herschel, you know, and bring in some players? You know, and he said that he had mixed reviews from the coaches. The offense going like, that's the only weapon we got on offense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The defense coach like, hey, you know, if it's going to be some defense guys, yeah. And so he, he swung it. Him and Mr. Jones swung it. They swung it, man. And, and everybody laughed. And once again, everybody like, man, what is this college coach doing? And, and, and Jimmy told him. Right after that, right that happened, he told, he told us again, and he never wavered. Every chance I have to make this team better, I don't care what I have to do, how I have to do it, I'm going to make this team better. And so, uh, yeah, yeah, it, it just certain things was not allowed, man. Certain things were not allowed. Like, uh, you know, you're building your brand. I admire that players. I, I really do. Because when I played, you had to become a player before you were allowed to <laughs> build your brand. To have now, a brand. Now you can just show up and, and just, hey, hey, I want to start this business and, and, and use the Cowboys as a reference to expand your business when you don't do your end and making the Cowboys look good by being the best player you can be. Whereas before you, it was the other way around. Star. The Jesse, star has that effect. Jesse, we got four minutes. You, you want to take half of that at least? <laughs> if Kurt doesn't have anything to say. No, go ahead. Kurt don't ever have nothing well, to say. I, I'll oh, take the God, No, to, just, continue, just to continue on the on the hope train, and this is for offensively and for Ben DiNucci, I mean defensively and for Ben DiNucci offensively. A lot of these young guys, one of the things that veteran guys rely on so much is information. Veteran guys rely on so much of information. What do I know? How do I process it? And how can I use it to my advantage? Young guys don't have much information for the veteran guys. Ben DiNucci has no tape. You got to go back to James Madison to find tape of Ben DiNucci. Right? So, so cornerbacks don't know what his favorite throws are. Defensive coordinators don't know what he can and cannot do just yet. You know, there's, you know, there's some write-ups about what he was in college. But no, no one knows what he can actually do on the field. Same thing for the young guys who will be getting a lot more reps. Right? Guys knew Daryl Worley, ah, very bad with his eyes, is a guesser. That, that has been his history. And it reigned true here. So what do we do? We're going to run double moves. We're going to run Ross and go right, right, right by him because they had information on these guys. There's no information on a lot of these young guys, so that's where they can sometimes surprise you. Like Clayton Kershaw going into the six. Go ahead on. <laughs> even even with the, the young defensive guys, these offensive linemen who are veterans that they're going up against against Philadelphia, they know that, you know what, so-and-so, his favorite move is this. His favorite move is that. So these younger guys, and they alluded to it, getting one or two plays where you can change the game. If I don't know your move and you get me with a speed or a spin or a bull or a rip, and now that creates – because, again, these are still professional football players – and that creates a sack, a strip sack fumble, a deflection, whatever it may be. 
and we gain an advantage from that, that can be the deciding factor of the game. So if you're looking for some hope, is that these guys don't have information that they can give mm. to Philadelphia to use to their advantage. Wow, yes. Jesse, I already let y'all know we're going to win this game. No, no, man. no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, wait till tomorrow. He's going to pick them tomorrow. Well, hold on, he gonna Jesse, pick what tomorrow. you doing? I'm giving you hope about this today. <laughs> no, 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 this dude want to be a Baptist preacher. Tomorrow <laughs> is different. Live today oh. and let tomorrow <laughs> – like Golly. tomorrow, worry about itself. He's going to pick there. the Cowboys tomorrow. Yeah, Cowboys yeah, by yeah, one. Yeah, We're going to talk yeah. him into it tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Think right. so? Ain't that yeah. much? No, hell Ain't no. Ain't that, that much talking in the world? It's in hell. Okay, yeah. Hey, man. But that, was that good hope enough hope right That was, yeah. Were, yeah. These, were these coaches tell, like a young guy like Gallimore, they say, okay, you got one good move. You got two good moves. We want you to save that until this time of the game. No. 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 That's up to you. Go play. Go play. Go play. As long as you're doing alignment assignment stuff, Go play. No coach is ever going to tell you when to use your move, when not to use yeah. your move, because they don't have a feel for the game. They're not out there in the sense of, you know, hey, coach, I've been setting him up for the last, you know, two two drives. Mm-hmm. I'm going to set upfield, 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 upfield. Whoop, swoop. I've been set, you know, so they don't just go play. As long as when you do it, it works. It works. <laughs> especially if they've never seen it before. Right, and especially if it's going to be out of character right. of the scheme. Right. Yeah. It better work. <laughs> tomorrow, you are going to want to tune in tomorrow because this is a very special Tito's bag Uh-oh. that I will be breaking out of this very special it's not Tito's, Tito's box. Tostitos. To- and I said, where's my mind at? Alcoholic! Where's my it's mind Tostitos, at? Not, oh, to, not Tito's. You know what? I'm finally starting to rub <laughs> off on these guys. That's in here. I'm finally starting to rub oh, off on these guys. It's Tostitos! Oh, Beam said the Tito's is in the RV. <laughs> yeah, wow. We'll be hitting RV after this. Tostitos, very special go. Tostitos wow. bag in this Tostitos box on Tostitos Plaza tomorrow. I'm going to break it out. It's actually pretty cool. Fellas, this has been amazing. We should do this every day. Like, I'm around people. I'm outside. I'm I'm back at the star. Like, it's good to see y'all. It was great to do the show. See what happened when you hang around, Nate? What? He's going to pronounce his stuff wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this has been great. Special thanks to RV Funtown. RV, so awesome today. Duncan, Papa John's. Wing stop, all of our partners. Who this brought me this hat? Day. What is it, Brad, Jeff? It was Brad, Brad, Brad. Jeffries. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Brad Jeffries. Thank okay. you for the hat. <laughs> uh, we'll have some special hats on tomorrow. We'll be yes, doing this will. again out here tomorrow. The weather will be a little nicer, so we won't be all bundled up. And, and, and Shannon bringing his mom, his girl, and the baby. Everybody, we're bringing the whole family tomorrow. We'll have an audience. Awesome. Just kidding. It's still gonna be and, too and cool. What's kind of bringing his dogs? <laughs> no Ooh. audience. Kurt, no bring, Kurt dogs. bring the dogs tomorrow. You think so? No yeah, bring the dogs. <laughs> Make no us feel way. like we're really doing the show. All right, no it's been great. Jesse, thank you. Nate, thank you. Kurt, thank you. Alex and Chris on the truck, thank you. We'll see thank all y'all. of you tomorrow. This has yeah. been Hanging with the Boys. Yeah. yeah. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!